Hello punters to wherever it is that you are listening from. Off the Map is back again where this week we're looking at the Rose Hill meeting. Of course, highlighted by the Group 1 Golden Rose. We'll have a look at that race a little bit later. We're going to kick off with race 3, but before we get to that, Lee Dalton, welcome back. Good morning, Brad. Good to be back in the office after we did it long distance last week and usual transmission resumes <laughs> today. So for a big meeting, it should be really good. Yeah, this race three, so this is the Heritage Stakes. Uh, I guess it's a little bit tricky to map these horses in that a lot of them are resuming as three-year-olds. However, in this instance, they do seem to be pretty stamped in terms of the Bellevue Hills, your cosmic forces of their patterns. I think so. It'll be a fast tempo. That's with the Odyssey coming out. That scratching came through this morning, uh, who would have added even more spice into this race. But I think Zedward uses a good draw uh, up from the 1,000 metres and holds the lead from probably Bellevue Hill, happy to sit up OSL. Dirty Work gets the blinkers first time and comes out of a, a really strong provincial race and they ran some terrific time there, not just overall but also in the early stages, which tells me Dirty Work can use the barrier to be right there. Cosmic Force, I don't know this prep if Cosmic Force will be all systems go forward with him, uh, but from the gate today, gets the opportunity to follow Bellevue Hill drawn directly to his inside across, so I think can definitely come across and settle third, fourth here, but I'm not sure we'll be a speed horse going further into this preparation. Yeah, I think that'll be the music to the ears to the punters who are keen on him. I know there are a lot on Cosmic Force because a few people are thinking maybe they ride him cold given his trials. Yep. However, you think maybe they, they carve across and there is just a little spot for him in behind the I leaders. think so. The, the trials, I can see where everyone's coming from, the trials, the wide draw, but the race probably sets up that he can slip forward here. Not going to be contesting the lead, I wouldn't have thought, but definitely running third, fourth, fifth with ease. We've got a few get-back horses here, like there's not much choice for Pandemic from Barrier 10 back yep. in distance, but to drag way back. Uh, stand out in the session will be around midfield. Look, we have seen Catch Me forward once in a career, uh, but been slow away, both starts back this prep. I have to map it worse than midfield here. So I don't see a whole lot of issues with Cosmic Force getting across. All right, you've got that one pegged as a, as a fast early tempo. That's complete contrast to this next race we're going to look at, uh, the Shannon Stakes. Now, Advantage, a really key change of tactics has come through. Correct. Um, to be ridden cold or yep. to be ridden with cover, mm. which where does that leave us in terms of the speed here? It, it's nowhere. Mm. Uh, initially, I wanted to map Tom Melbourne in front from Barrier 1, but... I. I First up, there was no real intention to get too far forward there. I, I won't be shocked if Tom does lead, but I have to put Con in front here. Given the different stables, Con from the Waterhouse stable, Tom from the Waller stable, one's going to be more inclined, I think, to be pushing right forward. Not that we've seen Con in that position yet in Australia. However, um, this race sets up perfect for to take up the lead and control it. I'd imagine Jem Song, who went a long way back first up, they didn't go hard in that race, but the barrier and the race set up forced Jem Song all the way back. I think stepping up 200 metres in trip here and an even slower tempo today will see Jem Song ridden a little bit more positively. Yeah, he's a horse that's pretty versatile. You go back through his career and I think on debut he sat outside the lead. Could Correct. you get him that close? I don't think there's any need to be that close, but you just don't want to be last. Uh, in the Brisbane Carnival, Blake Shin rode Jem Song a couple of times and sort of banged it into the, the, the off-pace position, the stalking role, and I think that's ideal here. And it's probably a perfect draw for Jem uh, Song today. All right, the Golden Pendant. Uh, you've got Fundamentalist leading these, Mizzy thereabouts, which is fair enough. I guess the, the key talking point here is Enticing Star. From what we've seen over in Western Australia, that's the pattern that you're adopting in terms of a career under Chris Waller? Well, I had a look at a few of the West Australian runs and... 
got a long way back in a few races that weren't run hard at all. This will be genuine at best, but off the trials, I'm saying Chris has put a little bit of speed into Enticing Star, and we won't see as far back as in those Perth runs. So I thought could definitely settle with a couple behind her here, if not at least one. Invincibella, a stable mate from that wide draw, not a stamp get back horse, but has to come back here from that draw. So Enticing Star can have possibly Invincibella and Pretty in Pink behind her in the run with the, the leaders pretty clear cut here. Fundamentalist, Mizzy takes up the OSL, Dyslexic lands right behind them from that barrier one, and Champagne Cuddles probably that little bit closer here, second up. Yeah, weird enticing start. Did it did it come into your mind in terms of the blinkers coming off? Does that change anything map-wise? I didn't really. I was more going off what I've seen in the trials. Uh, obviously, 1,400 first up, she's going to be very forward here, so yeah. I, I don't have any great concerns there. I think we'll be... Definitely within range of them here. All right, moving across to race six, the Colin Stephen. Now, a quick touch point on this. It seems pretty stamped in terms of Stampede's going to roll across, take up the running. Uh, De Beer close, Gayatri not far away, but Scarlet Dream is the one that can be a little bit closer. I believe so. On the, on the seven-day back up and gets to 2,400 very quickly, but uh, barrier five, Scarlet Dream was a, a filly in the Oaks and those lead-up races, which was getting way out of her ground. Uh, coming back here now... Has shown first up a little bit more speed. Last time the draw, Crueller had to go all the way back. I think from barrier five in a race with not a huge amount of speed, no need to be any worse than midfield here. So I think definitely be a lot closer than last start. Yeah, the good deck is certainly going to help her from a form perspective 100%. as well. All right, here's the big one. Uh, it's a it's a fascinating race because. As intriguing as it is, that much of the debate in terms of punters out there has been around the speed map and how much of an effect this is going to have on determining the winner. Yeah. It seems too obvious, doesn't it, which scares me. It's too simple, and we go to the races so often and, and a race is stamped as a slow tempo and you hear different media outlets saying this is a slow tempo, there's no speed here, and we get a really fast run race because everyone's got the same thing in their mind. Well, I don't want to be going back because there's no speed and yeah. oh, I've got to be more positive because there's no speed, but... What options are there here? This, they're all, they are what they are. Yow Dash leads, Bivouac stalks, yes, 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 from the good draw. Dawn Passage, uh, blinkers off, wide draw. Rider, more or less said last time, going to be better ridden back with cover, so you have to assume there'll be no urgency there. Exceedance, as per usual, ditto Castle Vecchio and Prince for was. Kubrick can be closer than first up, but still not going to be up where the band's playing by any means, so... I don't know. I'm trying to find the, the Joker card in this, yeah. and at this stage I can't find it. Yeah, it was funny. I asked you off air in terms of what could a potential scenario be, mm. and even then we still re really couldn't come up it's with one. It's impossible. I'm sure after the race tomorrow something does occur, we'll go, hmm, yeah, that makes sense. But <laughs> yeah. at this point in time, the map looks what the map is. They'd love to be closer on exceedance, but the way he starts, he tends to be a little bit tardy, he just kind of flops out and then musters. It's just hard to see him being much closer than that. Maybe in front of Dawn Passage, Maybe but they midfield at best. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought any closer than midfield. At the same time, Barrier 7's a lot better than Barrier 1 for a horse-like exceedance, so one negative versus a positive there. it be interesting to see what they do on Yao Dash, just quickly before we move on, in terms of do they try and make this into a sit sprint, which we've seen him do first and second up, where he's so impressive, or up in grade, do they really apply the burners at the 800? And... I think you've got to have a throw at the stumps. It's like, it's not the day to be leaving something in the locker. It's a group one, so might as well have a throw at the stumps and rev him up from the 
wherever the 800 or whatever it might be and just see what comes off though i think that's the the play here but who knows what what the actual yeah we're going to see how that plays out all right the last race or not the last race the last race we're going to look at uh, race eight is the gloaming lack of speed here i know you've got it uh, as an average early tempo but you mm. could almost take that back to slow without putting words in your mouth look Possibly could, because Fasano's got the blinkers off, but still has to be in the first three or four settling. Just thinking controls it. Lucky Imperator sort of is a, a different form line brings to this race, but mm. um, obviously maiden grade, though, versus uh, the, these horses have been running in the lead-ups to this, the traditional lead-ups, so I think Lucky Imperator takes up the OSL. I had to map Quick Thinker right behind the leaders here. Uh, we saw Quick Thinker first start here in Australia, go back off a wide draw and, and win really well. Barrier 2, I just don't see any reason to waste that draw. On debut at Rotorua over the 1,230 metres, set up outside the leader in a race. So the tactical speed and the early speed's there, so I think they'll use that good draw to be very handy here on Quick Thinker, not back as far as last time. Are there any potential candidates to, to be somewhere other than where they've been mapped at the moment, sitting outside the leader? Possibly the Godolphin horse. Subadar. Yeah, like, was close up last time, but Barrier 9's a little bit tricky here. Never drawn wider than Barrier 3 throughout his career. Now draws Barrier 9. Do you chance the arm and push forward with Lucky Imperator, or do you you come back and find the cover in order to ensure you get the 1800? It's... Once we get up to this trip with the three-year-olds, there's a lot of questions beyond the question. It, it gets very tricky. Um, Shadow Hero hopefully could hold a spot midfield. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about next. Yep, drew off the track uh, first up. was a little bit slow to begin there as well. 1,800, probably heading towards a derby eventually, but I think from the good draw can probably hold a spot midfield, if not a pair worse. Uh, I don't see any others going forward. Way back, Wango back. Extraordinary went back off the wide draw last time. Shining Eagle and Samaze both get the blinkers first time and good draws, but I struggle to see them getting much closer than their usual pattern, and especially with Samaze, who went terrific two starts ago when ridden cold. No real reason to change that winning pattern, but they could be potentials. Uh, War Baron midfield, yeah, it, it, it looks... Clear enough, with the exception of the Godolphin horse, which I'm I'm unsure, and I wasn't super confident in mapping midfield. Yeah, I think a lot of punters out there, you know, Shadow Hero is a, obviously a horse that caught a lot of punters' eyes there first up, yep. to see him settle midfield and not give Just Thinking as big a start this time as we saw last time at Dulcify. certainly bodes well for his chances. You'd think so, definitely. All right, that'll wrap us up for this week. Uh, make sure you tune in again next week if you like what you hear. And Lee, thanks for, no. for joining us again. Thank you, Brad. See you, everybody.